Welcome. You're listening to Now That You Ask, curious answers to life's persistent questions as seen through the eyes of Akasha Halsey. That would be me. I'll be your host and guide as we settle in for a few minutes of the unexpected that may bring about your own questions and maybe even some answers too. Thanks so much for joining me. Now let's get started with the show. The Curse of the Shrimp I love shrimp. It's always seemed like a fancy food to me. I come by this naturally because it was also one of my daddy's favorite foods. Our family business sold shrimp in bulk to restaurants and other establishments, but daddy just considered it too pricey for us to have on our table. Consequently, wherever we had a party, which was a call for fancy food, we had a lot of those shrimp. There was a designated shrimp station at the end of the dining room table nearest the kitchen for that kind of party. Everybody knew this is where to find Daddy. It was his kind of place during the party, and he, well, he did gallantly move aside to let whoever came over enjoy the same delicacy as he did. He didn't step aside enough to keep him from sparing another shrimp, but he did step a little bit aside. A couple of years ago, I was perusing one of Ina Garden's cookbooks and came across a recipe for an entree of roasted shrimp. Usually you boil shrimp, so I was kind of intrigued, and I read through the instructions, which seemed easy enough, and then I got really caught up in how many ingredients were in the sauce for the shrimp. Seven, to be exact, all having different cultural origins. It even called for Hellman's mayonnaise, which every Southerner knows is the right kind. I decided to try it and suggest you do as well. It's called Roasted Shrimp Cocktail Louie, and I guarantee you it'll be a hit. I do love to cook, and I do it often, but I especially find cooking for other people fun. Living alone and not a big fan of leftovers, this is one way I get my kicks. So I decided to serve this shrimp recipe to my book club since it would satisfy everybody, even those that could not eat certain foods. I followed the recipe exactly, which I sometimes don't do if I happen to be missing one ingredient or the other. And then when it was done, I had to taste it because I wanted to make sure it was okay. So I had a shrimp and the sauce, and oh my God. It was beyond expectations. Since it was meant to be served at room temperature, I relaxed until everyone was supposed to arrive. Just as I sat down, I started receiving texts that one person or another couldn't come. The reasons were quite varied, but the end result was that the meeting was canceled, leaving me with a shrimp entree for eight. So I called my married friends down the road and asked if they'd please take some of this off my hands. And luckily, they agreed. They told me they were going to a potluck the next day and would take the shrimp. Sounded perfect. However, they decided to taste it as well and liked it so much that they ate it all themselves that night. I kept a little back, and I enjoyed some of that shrimp too and decided it was a recipe winner. But I was a little miffed that I didn't get to serve it as I'd planned. So I let that simmer in the back of my mind. A month or two later, my women's group, we call ourselves the death squad for reasons I will not go into here, was meeting at my house and I decided to surprise them with this special shrimp dish. All was a go. 
until about two hours before they were due to be here when one called in sick, one didn't feel well, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And since we were a small group, six in all, well, we just called off the meeting. This time, I was somewhere between irritated and trying to be understanding about the cancellation. Wasn't doing a very good job, though. Fortunately, my married friends had not moved out of state, so I was able to hand off a good portion of that dish to them again. However, I began to wonder if the shrimp were putting their bad juju on me. You know, fool me once, shame on me. Fool me twice, shame on you, as the saying goes. Not willing to tempt fate, I have not served this dish to anyone since these episodes of cancellations. However, I did want to invite my friends who had helped me out so much to come over for dinner and decided to serve shrimp cocktails with my own sauce. I figured this was pretty much a safe bet since it wasn't the main course and it was my sauce. I had a wonderful time getting all the food together and just as I stepped out of the shower a half hour before they were coming, I realized I wasn't feeling well. What I mean by that is that the room was spinning. I could hardly stand up. I was nauseous and sweating. So I called my friend who promptly asked, what do you want me to pick up? My reply was, I think I need to go to the emergency room, which took her mind in an entirely different direction. Well, we did go to a sweet community hospital up the road, and I spent the next three hours, along with my friend, getting tested for everything under the sun. Turns out I had vertigo from some virus going around, got some medication for the symptoms, and went home relieved to be able to do that. And, of course, I insisted my friend take home the dinner, including the shrimp, that I had prepared for her and her husband. I insistently pushed her to do that, and she politely accepted. Later, she instructed me never to invite them for dinner again if any part of the menu contained shrimp. And I will admit, I'm also pretty much put off by those shrimp myself. They seem to have it out for me, and there's no denying my superstitious self in this regard. I figure this will be something that's going to last a good little time. And in the meantime, I'll just have to remember with fondness the taste of fresh shrimp rather than giving it even one more tiny try. Wasting shrimp is something I'm loath to do, but a hospital trip is something I try to avoid at all costs. So I've learned my lesson. This is a shrimpless house for the foreseeable future. I try to pay attention to messages from the universe before they reach a critical point, like not being able to stand up without feeling sick. I know I'm not always good about that, but I do try to pay attention. I'm not entirely sure what the message was about the shrimp, though. Are they endangered and I shouldn't eat them anymore? Are they calling me to remember my daddy and his love for them? Or are they simply not meant to be a part of my life? Well, if that's so, why? The universe, I must say, is not so good about answering those kinds of questions, but... I've been burned enough times to pay attention anyway. I just hope the universe doesn't go after another of my favorite foods like ice cream next time. Thank you for listening to Now That You Ask. I hope you found this episode insightful and perhaps entertaining too. Don't forget to subscribe and if you enjoyed the show, please take a moment to rate and review it on iTunes. If you didn't like the show, well, I guess you just lost a few minutes of your life. 
but you might want to try another one. They're all really different. You can also listen to past episodes and subscribe to email updates on nowthatyouaskpodcast.com. Bye-bye for now.